The Arizona Cardinals offseason has been an interesting one. Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus is going to join me today to give his thoughts, not only about the 2022 season for the Arizona Cardinals, but some pretty sweet over-unders as well from our friends at BetOnline.ag. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Here we go. You are Locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Wednesday episode of Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. As always, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. I feel like Locked On Cardinals is pro football focus West. You know, we had the Connor McQuist. We got the Trevor Sycamore, one of my close friends. We had Ari Mayrov on. And then, you know what? These guys, you know, like the movie Rockstar where uh, Mark Wahlberg is in the front row and then he's a fanboy and then the lead singer of the band that he's a fan of, he just takes the place of and that's how the movie ends with somebody else taking his place. Pro football focus is made up of some of the smartest minds in the world and just another one joining me today. Eric, dude, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on and uh, and for the uh, very generous uh, introduction. Yeah, man, of course. So um, I'm always interested in the you know, the, the national media member's brain when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals because um, conventional wisdom lends me to think that the Cardinals aren't an afterthought. It's more of just indifference at times, which is sometimes worse than anything else. Now, they had an interesting 2020 season, started the rise of Kyler Murray, and then the downfall 2021 was one of the more fun storylines for any sports fan to talk about, at least through the first 12 weeks, and then uh, ended somewhat unceremoniously, but not without positivity looking forward and then this offseason has kind of been a clunky one it's been a weird one your initial thoughts about the Arizona Cardinals from the end of the 2021 season to today July 13th it's hard because you know you want to focus in on losing Chandler Jones you want to focus in you know on the secondary and and where that group could struggle linebacker position hasn't you know lived up to drafts capital uh you know expenditures and things like that but you know Honestly, when I look at this team, I just think if you get a full year of whatever Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray were doing in the first half of 2020 and the first half of 2021, this is a playoff team. This is and and, and I think the melees that you're talking about, Alex, which is, you know, no one's really talking about Arizona. I think that that's because, you know, no one's really talking about that sort of like middling set of teams in the NFC, right? The the Minnesota Vikings, the New Orleans Saints. I think everybody's talking about Philadelphia. They've kind of moved into that fifth or sixth spot in the NFC. And then everybody's talking about the NFC teams that may or aren't thought of as good but could emerge if a team like Arizona falters, the Detroits, the Washingtons, the New York Giants, and so forth. The Cardinals are kind of in that 8-8, eight 8-9, eight, eight you know, sort of group, even though last season they did win 11 games. And, and I think that that, you know, that is good in the sense that, like, I think the Cardinals can sneak up on people the way they did last year, where they won multiple games as road underdogs early in the season. But but also, I think that there are real reasons why they're not a Super Bowl contender, and that's also why we're not talking about them. They don't creep into the same conversation as Tampa Bay, L.A., 
Green Bay, um, and even Dallas. Eric Eager at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. Uh, I mean, agreed. Like, the way I'm looking at it as this offseason is Steve Keim has made a very conscious decision to make this offense a 30 points per game offense, you know, have that offensive capacity and really hasn't done a whole lot to improve the defense. And you know what? This is, I, I give Steve Kime a lot of flack here on this podcast. And I think, you know, I, I, I credit him for the moves that he makes. And I also remind people that the reason why the Cardinals don't have draft picks is because they traded them away for guys that aren't going to be a part of the 10-year plan. They're going to be a part of the two- or three-year plan. Now you're going to see Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons hopefully emerge on defense, but it looks like the offense, which is fun for everybody, Kyler Murray, Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins when he comes back, Trey McBride, Zach Ertz, you know, A.J. Green, James Conner, Darrell Williams, it goes on and on. Do you think that this team has the ability with the offensive skills, skill position players that they have to be around a 30-burger a game in 2022? I think, I mean, the defenses in this division are, you know, I would say declining, um, but they're all like from a good spot, except for Seattle. And even Seattle last year was fairly decent. Uh, San Francisco, I don't think has gotten better defensively. Uh, The Rams, you know, it was, they were number one in the league in 2020, but, you know, I think that they're declining too. And, and, you know, they've stayed relatively healthy on that side of the ball. Um, You know, that is the hardest division in this conference as well. Uh, you look across the the rest of the teams, you know, I think that their, you know, schedule gives rise to some, you know, openings there. Um, the question I have, you know, one of the, the, the Cardinals weaknesses last year was they were one of the, they were in the bottom half of the league in terms of percentage of plays where at least one receiver gets open. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that they do is contested. So that's Hopkins, that's AJ Green, and that's even Zach Ertz to some extent. Um, Murray's got a fat, a fantastic arm and, you know, one of those arms that can throw the back shoulder stuff, but, you know, as they found out against green Bay on Thursday night, and as they found out, you know, every time Murray gets injured, like there's, that's fragile, you know, to be able to do that, right. You want wide receivers and players of that ilk to be able to get open. I think Hollywood Brown really helps them there. Uh, I think, um, Rondell Moore, uh, is a player that they can certainly look to, to sort of scheme open stuff and make Murray's life easier. Uh, so yeah, I think they have that potential. I think the hard part is, and you point to Steve Kime, I think, you know, Kime is a great example of somebody who you can make a lot of mistakes and, you know, but if you make one right move at the quarterback position, a lot can be overcome. And that was the right move was to go with Murray at one in 2019 after Rosen in, in 18. Um, the problem is I think they asked too much of Murray right now. And, you know, when things like injuries or just, you know, uh, the play calling fall off as it inevitably does every year, uh, you know, that that sort of gets highlighted as, okay, now we can we even win with this? And, and that's, you know, to me, I think 30 points per game is certainly a good goal first half of the year. Can they sustain it the whole season? Yeah, no, it's true. And it's going to be a lot of James Conner. It's going to be a lot of Darrell Williams down the stretch, especially when it gets cold and they have to go on the road. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus at PFF underscore Eric. Joining me, Locked On Cardinals. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Kyler Murray next under a microscope. I'm fascinated by everybody's thought process on Kyler Murray, his size, as you mentioned, his his um, he's hobbled the last couple seasons. Rodney Hudson's potential absence. Kyler Murray under a microscope with Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus next. Locked On Cardinals. First, 
Dave. D-A-V-E. Somebody in my mentions said that I misspelled Dave. Incorrect. Listen, we've all been in a situation at some point in our lives where we're a little tight on cash. Maybe you can only afford to put a few gallons or a half a gallon in your tank with how gas prices are now. This is where Dave can help. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now Dave can help you out whenever you need it. Um, hindsight's 2020. You can't change the past, but what if you get a, get a little help for your future? Again, Dave, it's the banking app that can help you get up to 500 bucks instantly with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from, you know, future you say it that way. Download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D A V E sign up for an extra cash account and get up to 500 bucks instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. All right, second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Thanks for hanging around. This The Arizona Cardinals offseason has been an enigma. It's been weird. It's been fascinating. It's been gut-wrenching. And more than not, there are more question marks than answers for another offseason going into a regular season that is – Arguably the most pivotal in Arizona Cardinals history. We say this every couple years. I let me ask you this first, Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus. Should the Cardinals give Kyler Murray a contract extension before the start of 2022? If they can avoid it, I think I would, to be honest with you. I know you know it's tough because we saw last season going in. So and at pff.com, I've written an article extensively about the value of quarterbacks on rookie deals. And I think the Cardinals are one of the great examples of that value when you go into a situation with Josh Rosen and he doesn't work. You know, everybody thinks about, oh my gosh, that's such a terrible draft pick. It's it's such a bad decision. So on and so forth. It's like, I don't know. To me, it feels like a cheap one-year loss for the team because they mm-hmm. went right back in and got Kyler Murray. You know, whereas back in the day, and I know Cardinals fans, I'm trying to think of, you know, the last like really high, Matt Liner, right? When Matt Liner was drafted, you know, and he was not necessarily a top five pick, he was top 10 pick, but like Matthew Stafford, Sam Bradford, they were all making $50 million guaranteed when they were drafted high. So when, and so there was a lot of an impetus on like developing mid-tier quarterbacks because it wasn't so expensive. It, you know, it was it was pretty expensive to go back in and draft a guy high. Nowadays, it's not right. So, you know, you get a ton of advantages uh, in in you know having a quarterback on a rookie deal. Unfortunately for the Cardinals, so far through three years, they've had one playoff appearance to show for it. They have gotten a lot better. You know, in the in the Josh Rosen year, they were like four tenths of a yard worse than the second worst team in the NFL and yards per play. And, and so they've been better. They've become you know respectable certainly. It'd be nice to see them make a playoff run because usually the, the hardest job in football isn't identifying who Kyler Murray is. It's deciding whether or not he deserves a second contract. And we've seen a lot of false positives with, you know, Jared Goff and, and Carson Wentz. And, uh, you know, last year, two teams were up against it. Or actually, three were. The Bills extended Josh Allen. I think we all agreed with that. Yeah. I think we can all see that Josh Allen is probably worthy of a long-term deal. The Browns, fresh off of their first playoff win since 2000, or sorry, since 1994, they delayed the decision on Baker Mayfield. And I think everybody's happy that they did, you know, you know, regardless of what they did afterwards. And and the Ravens, 
kick the can on Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson didn't have quite as good of a year, right? And so I think that that's where the Cardinals are. Like, do you if, – if Murray doesn't improve, which I think given if you triple his salary – you're not going to give him as many good players around him. You're not going to be able to do the DeAndre Hopkins thing again. You're not going to be able to maybe extend Hollywood Brown, or if you do, your defense is going to be worse, which makes your situations harder. Like the, the going in and saying, here's a guy who's been pretty successful on a rookie deal with all those advantages. Is he going to be successful once we take those advantages away? I usually err on the side of saying no. And so I need one more year of information. And, and here's the other point. If Kyler Murray is the MVP of the league, it doesn't matter whether or not you're paying him 40 million or 50 million a year, right? He's that good at some point after a certain level of competency, what I pay a quarterback doesn't matter. But if he's kind of bad or just mediocre, if he's like Kirk cousins, Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, somebody like that, and he's hanging a 40 burger on your salary cap, you're going to be a little bit, you're going to be, and then you don't have the money to sort of patch around the reasons why he's struggling. I think you're going to regret that. So that that's my take on Murray, and it's kind of controversial because no one acts this way. But I, I think that it, they would be foolhardy to, to extend him this offseason. Well, it's interesting. I mean, there's a couple of things. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. Like, it's, it's fascinating because there's a couple storylines in play here. One, you just pay a quarterback. That's what you do. And and whenever you pay that quarterback, you don't win a Super Bowl afterwards. And And the thing is, like, with Tom Brady, they screwed everything up not only for, for the dynastic way that they did things. They didn't pay anybody. Tom Brady was getting fully guaranteed contracts well before anybody understood what that was because they were kicking the cap down the road, but the cap hit was there so they could bring people in. Like the West Welker, like everything in like for like 18 years in New England screwed everything up because Tom Brady was never the highest paid quarterback, but they just won Super Bowls. And yet he still has amassed hundreds of millions of dollars in in salary in the NFL. And that's why he's trying to get paid now at 40, 40 a clip. But number two, I find people comparing Kyler Murray to the journeys of Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and guys that just ruined, I say they ruined it for everybody because that's not what's supposed to happen. Patrick Mahomes has even looked human is loosely defined, but I mean, He's looked way less perfect in the last two seasons than he did in his first full year when he had 10 touchdowns in the first two weeks or whatever. Aaron Rodgers, you see what a roster looks like when a quarterback gets paid all that money. So it's like comparing Kyler Murray to everybody else isn't fair. Like he is the most important draft pick the Cardinals have ever made, not named Larry Fitzgerald potentially, on the offensive side of the ball. And that should be enough to pay him, in my opinion, even though... I completely understand what you're saying about it crippling the potential of the future for building out a roster. Like that's why it's so convoluted right now where I get both sides, even though I think that the Arizona Cardinals absolutely need him more than, than he needs the Cardinals and 20 plus teams would give him three first round picks and give him all the money on the planet to be quarterback for them. So which side is more rational? That's what I've been trying to argue with myself about since the end of the 2021 season. Like, I don't, I don't know what's right. Yeah, I think, well, you, you said it right there. You said if you hit on a quarterback, you pay him. And I think that that underscores why this gets done, right? Because Steve Kime, I mean, there's only one general manager every single year that wins the, you know, Lombardi, right? Mm-hmm. And so every other general manager has to hang other banners. They have to erect 
more different trophies. And for Kime, it's I had the stones to go back in and take a quarterback when I had another one. And that contract extension is as much a reward for him as it is for Kyler Murray. And I think that that's where, you know, you think about Goff, you think about Wentz, what was associated with them? It was big trade-ups. It was ballsy moves to go up and get a quarterback. And those contract extensions were every bit as much for the, the, the general manager as it was for the quarterback. And that's where, that's where I think like the irrationality sort of inserts itself a little bit. I, I have no problem with Kyler Murray. And, and this is the hard part. Like, this is where the age, this is where all the irrationality is. There, you know, and I, I there are no quarterbacks really making between 10 million, which is what the first overall pick is making APY, and like let's say 25 million, right? The the year that Burrow was starting, there was a 10 million dollar gap between him and Bridgewater, which were the two court were which were the two starting quarterbacks, you know, basically adjacent to each other in the salary ranges, right? Mm-hmm. There's that huge gap there, and the only I believe the only first round quarterback that has taken a deal that was like not within, you know, bounds of, you know, sort of the max deal for a quarterback after being drafted, you know, pretty high was Blake Bortles right after, after his decent year with, with the Jags in 17. And so the problem is, is if you're the Cardinals, you can't go to Murray's agent and say, I want the Bortles deal, right? Cause the, the agent's going to laugh you out of the room because he's certainly been better than Bortles. But if you're the Cardinals and you pay Murray 40, $45 million, it, APY, you're gonna look lo- like you're losing, right? Like in most cases, unless Murray becomes one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and I think he's probably more around 12, right? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't become one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, you're basically praying that what happens to you during his career is what happened to like the Saints in 2016, 2017, where they just hit on every draft pick during a two-year stretch. And then that's that all that young talent comes in with the quarterback's contract as sort of an albatross and you and you, you know, win as a product of that. Everything else, you know, in the history of like quarterback second contracts when the guy is an elite has been, you know, this team ends up being bad and everybody sort of regrets it. Yeah, I mean, Eric, I mean, you're pulling on my heartstrings here. Like I, I agreed. Um, and the big thing looming over everything is the offensive line isn't good without Rodney Hudson. Like it, the offensive line is, that's not fair. The offensive line is a B minus student without Rodney Hudson. The offensive mm-hmm. line is a fringe, you know, honor roll student with him. And if I'm Kyler Murray and Rodney Hudson retires, I'm not playing a down without a new contract. Yeah. And I feel like that's just good business, regardless of if I think he's outgrown not only his agent, but his head coach at this point. We'll leave that for another day. Eric Eager uh, from Pro Football Focus joining me. I have some lines from betonline.ag, our trusty partner here, that I'm going, I haven't told him these yet. This is full organic, and we're going to do a rapid fire in the final segment. Alex Clancy, Eric Eager, Locked on Cardinals. Be right back. Final segment. All right. Final segment, Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy, follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Um, this is my second to last week of three. I'll be doing five backup starting on July 18th. I mean – Football soon. Football soon. Oh, and the Kime counter starts on Thursday. That'll be 50 days since Steve Kime said that Kyler Murray is the future of the organization on the Pat McAfee show, and Kyler Murray is still yet to get a deal. I can't wait until I get eviscerated on Twitter. It's, I don't care. It's my podcast. Um, with <laughs> Which NFL stars move the betting line the most starting July 18th? 
Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Okay. So, Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, you're a numbers guy. You're, you, well, you know, you, you've got numbers infused into your being, being over Pro Football Focus. I'm gonna, I took some lines from betonline.ag and uh, Arizona Cardinals Cedric. Over under, very fun game here. Arizona Cardinals, and you alluded to this a little bit earlier. Luckily, there's a 17th game though, so you have to pick one or the other. Eight and a half wins. Arizona Cardinals over under. I I actually invested in this a little bit ago. I'm on under. Um, I I there it. I wouldn't be surprised if they went over, but I think I ha- I make it like 8.2 or something like that. So uh, and. I think that there's a lot of weak links, like you said, not only the offensive line where one injury can blow up the whole thing, but also in the secondary where it's basically Buda Baker trying to make this, the entire thing work, which I think is going to be a, uh, a tricky uh, proposition for them. Additionally, Marcus Golden, J.J. Watt, like that's a tough one. As yeah, When that's your pass rush, like I don't think it's going to be terrible, but I don't think it's going to be able to be good enough to overcome your corners. Yeah, no, I agree. And and a little side to that, I've said this offseason that Vance Joseph is set up to be the scapegoat if this doesn't work. It's it's just it's just feeding the narrative of Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury getting the extensions. If they win eight games or less, that's what I like to call in the business Armageddon. That's what I like to call Armageddon. Bad movie, great term because they get all these extensions and they take this step back. Moving on, making the play at well. I mean, I guess no, like no is the favorite at, at, at minus 140. I'm assuming you say no with that with eight wins. Well, yeah, minus 140, that, that's going to require you to be, you know, in the high 50s as far as probability. Like there's a chance they win eight games in this conference and they still make the playoffs. So I, I don't necessarily – I think under eight and a half wins is a better bet than no playoffs just because when you look at this team, it's like – or you look at this conference, Chicago – Seattle, Minnesota, Detroit, Washington, New York Giants, all could, and then Atlanta, Carolina, like all New Orleans, all those teams could be horrid and like they could make the playoffs with eight, seven, eight wins. So I, you know, I would lean no, but I think at minus 140, it's a little expensive. Um, so I, I would lay off of it, but I lean no. And then just a handful of Kyler Murray props here over under. 4,000 passing yards, which is only 235 a game. Yeah, that's assuming he plays all 17. Right. But, yeah, that, that's that's the sticky wicket, right, with all these uh, player-long uh, props. I would go over. I think he'll find a way to stay healthy this year, at least enough to, to throw. And they won't be as good. So he'll have to throw, I think, for 300 yards in some games where they're not leading. Uh, and, so I'll go over that. And then the last one here, this one, you know when you look at a line and you're like, these bastards know something I don't where it's like, how are they, how are they making this line of thing over or under five and a half rushing touchdowns for Kyler Murray in 20. Couldn't he get that in two weeks? Like this thing is he like when you don't want to bet under because you love football and you want to see something happen as opposed to seeing something not happen over under five and a half rushing touchdowns for Kyler Murray in 2020. Yeah. The, the math folks will, will tell you that that's like, you know, you, you almost always have to bet under. And I, I bet under Lamar Jackson rushing yards, the year after he had like 1,200, he got over at the last minute, which 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 hurt me a little bit. Um, you know, Murray last season, every single year his rushing attempts have gone down. So mm-hmm. 133, 93, 88. Uh, he had 11 rushing touchdowns uh, in 2020. That fell to five uh, last year. Um, 
So I would go under just because, again, I think that their offense is going to evolve away from requiring him to use his legs so much. Which I think is, like, in a vacuum, that's exactly what you want. I mean, if you're a GM and you're trying to pay a call, you want him behind the line of scrimmage as much as possible. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. Uh, where can people find your work? Do you have anything new coming up? Give me your plug, whatever you want to plug. Yeah, so uh, I do a, a podcast called the PFF Forecast that comes out every Sunday and every Wednesday. Um, I also do a Kansas City Chiefs podcast called Red, Gold, and Bold that's every Tuesday during the season, Wednesday during the offseason. Um, and yeah, pff.com, uh, we have for all, for any you sun devils and, uh, wildcat fans there, uh, there is a college football preview magazine that we have just put out on the website for elite subscribers. So if you want to go ahead and get some, your college football bets in, uh, that, that'll be great. Badass. Eric, your pro football focus. Thanks so much for joining me, man. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. Now make your second listen. The Locked On NFL podcast, our national NFL experts and insiders. Keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break of the action. Alex Lancey, Locked On Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.